you have questions. We have the answers. Welcome to the My Home Connection Podcast, where we discuss hot topics and answer your questions in today's real estate market. Now, let's get into the grind with your hosts, Jeff Kolb and Amy B. All right, welcome listeners. This is Jeff Kolb with West USA Realty, and I'm here with Amy B. Hi, Amy. Hello, Jeff. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, and uh, I'm grateful that uh, you're here with me, and I'm grateful that we have listeners listening, because we're going to update you and give you some important information as far as what's going on in the real estate world. Yes, lots of really important data that's coming out, and this summer is going to be super hot, not just weather-wise, but real estate-wise, and it is time for people to truly take a close look at getting into the real estate market before it booms again and you know lots of options are lost. Yeah, well, you, what I want to talk about, uh, speaking of that, just to let people know, the Fed's just raised their rates a quarter of a percent, 25 basis points yesterday. So we're in the first week of May already. Today's May 4th. And um, that scares a lot of people. But the thing is, is, is I don't want people to be nervous or scared because that because even just because they raise their rates, there's a misconception that that affects mortgage rates in a negative way. And sometimes it really doesn't affect the mortgage rates just because they raised it again. Can you explain that? Absolutely. So there in so I've been in mortgages for 25 years and I've always very closely followed interest rates and what impacts interest rates as in uh, the number one is the 10-year bond. And uh back before COVID, there was a very close correlation between the 10-year bond and 30-year fixed rates. So when the Fed did raise the rates, the interest rates would go up. Well, since I'm not even going to say COVID, but in the last year, uh, yes, the Fed has been aggressively raising interest rates, but there's a little bit of a disconnect. So when the mortgage industry has an idea that the Fed is going to raise interest rates, they build it in a month to three weeks beforehand. So the interest rates were already impacted by this anticipated quarter percent bump. Mm -hmm. So when they actually did come out and announce the quarter percent uh, increase yesterday, interest rates actually improved because they were worried. They just, until the Fed announces it, we don't know exactly what they're going to do. So they build in cushion. The, The pricing for mortgage interest rates are kind of built on what the future might hold, not what today is. So they know interest rates at this point now are going to start declining, and they've already started a tiny bit. Oh, good. Well, there's also something that came out because a lot of people are confused when they hear news and they're getting different opinions from different sources. And we just kind of want to set things straight. But uh, U.S. News came out with a consumer sentiment uh, for March 2023. And I just want to go through that because it it, it is kind of the... um, sense and uh, feeling that's out there with the general consumers. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, it probably explains why a lot of people are on the fence and how a lot of people stay on the fence until certain things happen. But oftentimes when you do that, you kind of miss the boat. Absolutely. So anyway, two thirds, in other words, 66% 
of 2023 home buyers are waiting for mortgage rates to drop before home shopping. That's the stats. And I want to go through a couple of other stats here, just rolling down from this uh, the survey that U.S. News took. 30% plan to wait until rates drop below 5.5%, and 28% want to see the rates below 6% before entering the market. Also, more than a quarter, that's 26%, are waiting for the rates to drop below 5%, something that's probably not going to happen until next year, early next year. And then 62% of respondents find it challenging to keep up with the mortgage rates and news because they're always constantly changing and there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so that's why we've created this podcast to set the record straight and to give people a sense of security as far as what's really going on instead of listening to all the fluff. Now, also the consumer sentiment uh, that was taken here, this is the majority of respondents that they uh, surveyed, 61% of them are first-time home buyers. So uh, the vast majority, 86%, are at least a little stressed about buying a home this year. So also another stat is one-fifth, which is 20% reported, feeling extremely stressed about it. So... Uh, also looking at some of the stats going down here is the number one priority for home buyers when choosing a mortgage is having an affordable monthly payment with 35% of respondents saying this. So uh, that's followed by getting the lowest interest rate possible, which was at 27%. And then 21% uh, uh, them said that the most uh, important thing was saving money over the entire loan term. Mm-hmm. So with this sentiment being out, you could see why a lot of people are kind of riding the fence right now, waiting to, for the rates to go down. But they may miss a, a huge opportunity, especially here in Arizona. Now, we it's kind of hard to compare ourselves with the rest of the nation because uh, Arizona is a happening place. We said on one of our last podcasts, we have over 200 people moving here a day. But not just people moving here. We talked on our previous podcasts as well about other people, um, uh, companies building their the manufacturings like Nestle, Taiwan Semiconductor. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the manufacturers and those type of industries. Also, the entertainment industries coming down here. And they're spending a billion dollars. Have you heard of the new VAI resort yeah, that I, they're building in Glendale? I drive by it constantly and it's amazing actually we were on the 101 um last week and the building is completely up and i actually didn't see it before so it went up pretty quickly well like the bones of it wow it's supposed to open in 2024 which is right around the corner but why are these companies spending so much money in arizona well because it's the place to be. It really, really is. And that whole area by the Cardinal Stadium is going to be a destination. It already was. We have a really beautiful casino over there. We have the Cardinal Stadium. We have restaurants and concert halls. And uh, now we're going to have this big, huge resort. I think um, that Tiger Woods, I think that that whole mini golf area over there is like a Tiger Woods mini golf. Um, they are doing everything they can to draw people to the valley and it's working. I mean, we have so many people moving here every single day that we have a lack of housing. 
And I think that that housing shortage is going to continue, which is why our rents are high and which is why our values are not going to come down. Yeah. And and so if you're waiting on the fence for the rates to go down, well, they will go down. They're coming. They're coming but down. What happens in correlation when the rates go down? Everybody wants to buy a house because now it's more affordable. The price isn't as much of a factor as the monthly payment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, back in 2021, 2020, we saw people, they had no problem paying, you know, top, top, top dollar for homes because the interest rates were in the, the 3%. So they could afford the payment. Well, now, uh, people are getting back to the point of, yes, I'm willing to pay a little bit more for the home because the lower interest rate will allow me to be able to afford it. But what people don't understand is, you know, your payment is going to go up with the price. So even if interest rate comes down, the price goes up, which we do expect will happen by 2024. So you're not saving as much as you think you are by waiting for the rates to drop. That's correct. And not only that, um, if you wait until 2024, which you can, everybody's in a different situation and it might be who of you to wait until 2024 because of personal things going on in your life or with your job or with your finances. And that's totally understandable. But you know how many people we've talked to that think, oh, there's no way I can afford it right now. And then just a simple discussion and looking at an overview of uh, everything that's going on with their finances We've been able to help them to get a home Mm -hmm. and afford it. And uh, they were, to their utter surprise, now they don't have to worry about rents going up because they're a proud homeowner. Well, and one thing being in the business during the crash of 08, um, I don't like to promise the future. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't like to say you can always refinance, but barring anything major happening like a world war or something like that, interest rates are coming down. Every number, every stat proposes that. Like the uh, Mortgage Bankers Association put out their projections for interest rates for the next three years. They anticipate that 2023 is going to end with conventional interest rates in the mid fives. Right now, we're in the mid to low sixes. So we are going to see some uh, reprieve this year. Then in 2024, they anticipate rates being in the mid fours, uh, 4.7 is where they anticipate. And then in 2025, they anticipate the rates to be around 4.5. So rates are going to settle down in the fours, which is exact. That's a really great, healthy interest mm-hmm. rate. That's where we should be. So don't anticipate ever getting back into the twos or threes again. Um, it never happened before COVID in my lifetime in this business, and I don't foresee it ever happening again. Again, barring another, you know, pandemic. Right. right. <laughs> and the challenge with that is, is okay, logical sense will be, well, let's just wait till the interest rates come down. The problem that we saw last year when the interest rates were very low yeah. is you had a, a pandemic of people Correct. Bid, uh, bidding on houses and paying twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 over asking price. Over appraised value. Over appraised value and even waiving that. At, and uh, I mean, I, I hope we don't see that again. I, I would love for a balanced yeah, market, you know. I can't imagine. But uh, that's the, that's the, the, the challenge that uh, you face if you wait, then all of a sudden, well, okay, homes have become more affordable, but now I can't get into one because I've been outbid 10 different times 
because if everybody else is trying to bid for the same home, that's that's the challenge with waiting on the fence for that to happen is you might not get that home. Whereas right now, sellers are still willing to negotiate and possibly even give concessions to where you're saving twenty, thirty thousand dollars on the home. Um, and, and there's all kinds of options that might. I know, well, 6% is going to, or 7% is really high, or 6.5% it affects my monthly payments. Well, know that it's temporary. You can always refinance, yes, into the lower rate when they come here. So I, I honestly hate the term marry the house and date the rate. I, I actually hate that term, but it's not untrue. If you've ever been a homeowner in the past, you know it's common practice to refinance when rates drop. Everybody does it. Everybody so does it. this is not a new thing that we're promising the future on. It is ex- like everything in this market is cyclical. That includes interest rates. So there is, in my opinion, no fear of getting into the market now when you have, like you said, a little bit of chance to negotiate price and closing mm-hmm. cost and refinancing when the rates come down versus waiting for the rates to come down and then you're in a multiple offer situation. I mean, the rates haven't even really started to come down and we're already seeing multiple offer situations. Wow. So it's a you know lack of inventory, which I hope this summer will fix. But right now, there's no time like now to buy because we have no idea what next year is going to hold. And I do think it's going to be a tougher market. Yeah, and I agree with not really knowing what the future holds. Um, but I've always told people this, if investors are spending money, there's a reason they're spending money, especially big time investors going back to all of the companies and manufacturers and now entertainment industries, dumping their money into Arizona. There is a reason for that. I mean, just kind of look at going back to the VAI or Vi? Is it Vi? I call it Vi, but I don't. Is it VAI or Vi? No, that's a good question. We're just going to call it VAI for right now. <laughs> um, but it looks awesome. Well, check it out. I'll, I'll read some of the things for it. It says, um, and this is from AZ Big Media. Uh, it says that uh, look inside the $1 billion VAI resort opening up in Arizona, which is going to be in Glendale. But it, a couple of highlights from that is it will be the first hotel property to create a live music venue with rooms. Also, it will feature four towers with more than 1,100 rooms, suites, and vias. VAI Music and Entertainment Venue features a $40 million state-of-the-art stage. Entertainment options include 12 signature restaurants, Kono's Island and Beach Oasis, luxury spa, nightclub venue, rides, and attractions. I saw the pictures of these, and it's like beachfront property. I mean, they, they're going to create a beach, and it's going to be – I mean, it looks amazing. It does. I'm definitely going to book to stay there even though it's in my hometown. I want to check it out. Like, it looks so exciting. That whole area looks amazing. Like, they're definitely dumping a ton of money into it. But on top of that, like you said before, all of the different large, you know, semiconductors, factories, companies – There's a ton of them moving here in the next five years. Mm -hmm. We are going to have a massive influx of population and we have nowhere to house them. So if you want to be, you know, still renting, 
if you want a landlord to control your fate and your happiness and your comfort by, you know, potentially being having to find a new place to live because they're not renewing your lease or raising your rent to an unaffordable amount. I'm sorry, but I will take a higher mortgage payment and knowing I have that stability and eventually have the ability to maybe possibly lower that payment versus the instability of renting any day. Those are good points. And so the whole purpose of this is whether you know or not, if you're ready, if you don't think you're ready, uh, reach out to us Mm -hmm. because we want, we want to discuss your situation. Again, we we've been able to, uh, go through other people's finances and situations and find out, well, Hey, they can't afford it. They are ready. And they were ecstatic that, Hey, I didn't think I'd be able to do that. So, and if it's more beneficial for you to wait, We'll tell you. Yes. So the the best thing you can do is contact us. Amy, how can they reach out to you? Well, they can find me on my website, which is amybatten.com. That's A-M-Y-B-A-T-T-I-N.com. And you can reach out to me via my website, which is myhomeconnection.net. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And one thing I want to point out, Jeff, is, you know, we've both been in the industry for a long time. It is very hard to find really honest, I want to say salespeople, but we're not. I feel like we are just information givers, but it's really hard to find people you can trust in this industry that's going to give you advice that's to your benefit, not to the salesperson's benefit. Uh, Like Jeff said, if it's not the right time, at least we can set up a plan for you. But I can promise you, you will never meet a more honest and easy to work with team that has your benefit at heart. That's right. So anyway, we wanted to thank you for listening. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about today, again, reach out to us. We're here for you. Absolutely. Have a wonderful rest of your week.